is good, you guys. This is Michelle. And this is Dante. And you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, a podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get the best out of your college experience. And with today's episode, we'll be covering our perspective on whether college is beneficial or not. If you do decide to go to college, how are you going to figure out the right route for you and how to make the best out of your college experience? So we both went to college. Yes, we did. We both had different routes. Yes, we did. Um, You went to college right out of high school? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did. So I didn't go to university. I went to community college first and then university. Were you? Yeah, I went to university. Then I went to community college and then I went back to university. Oh, that's when you were at... No, you were at Seattle U when I saw you. I ended up. Or Seattle Central, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another community college I Mm -hmm. went to. That was community college number two. Okay, let's break down your route. (laughs) How did you start off right after high school? Gosh, so right after high school, I actually went to a university out in Parkland, like near Tacoma. Shout out to PLU, go Lutes. Hey, that's Pacific Lutheran University. Okay. (laughs) And I went there for a year decided that I didn't know what I wanted to pursue. And so I left and I went to Shoreline Community College to kind of get a better idea, take a couple, take a few more classes. Wait, why didn't you just stay? To, I, I'll ask later. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I was exploring a couple different routes okay. at the community college level. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple years there, I eventually went back to Seattle University, where I graduated with my bachelor's. Got a rich-ass family. And I mentioned community college number two because I did take a language credit at Seattle Central. Yeah, because you guys didn't have it, right? Yeah, I don't know why. um, Not Seattle Pacific, Seattle University. Seattle University. I mean, I guess not. I don't really know why I took my language credit at Seattle Central, but it worked out. Well, maybe it was because it was cheaper. That's what they told us at... Wazoo or UW? I, so I didn't go to UW, but I took college courses. It's weird. I, I took college courses in high school at UW. Uh-huh. Um, and you didn't get into UW. I'm sorry. Man, okay. So I'll, Hold on. We also, I did not get into University yeah. of Washington. Well, it's just, I mean, it's fine. It's not the thing to do. I think a lot of people rep certain colleges and don't even know why they rep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was just like the end thing in high school and everyone's yeah. getting their acceptance letters back and they're like, I got into UW. I know, yeah. And then like. Like, oh, fuck, I did not get into UW. <laughs> <laughs> Real, my, my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. she, we both applied uh-huh. for UW. We both uh-huh. did Running Start. Well, uh-huh. she did Running Start before me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only did it for one year. She did it for two. She got her big-ass packet. I'm like, man, I can't wait till mine gets in. I was like, man, yeah. they must. I got, a, I got a letter, right? I was like, fuck, they must be trying to save some paper. Because I had the regular oh, size shit. envelopes. And You really thought that? No. no. <laughs> okay, I, I knew I didn't get in. I knew um, I didn't get in. But so anyway, I'm so, so gullible. So in high school, uh, I did running start. So I started off my college career, my senior year of high school at South Seattle Community College, which is in West Seattle. Uh, Applied for UW. My goal. South Seattle Community College in West Seattle. Yeah, it's it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. But so I started off there. Uh, My high school career was horrible. So this is the reason why I didn't get into UW. I I got like a two point something in high school. But I tried to make it up in college. I got 4.0s. Nice. Well, like 3.8. Good for you. 3.9. A couple 4.0s. 3.3. 3. 3. No, oh, no. I didn't get below. I didn't get, I didn't get it below 3.5. <laughs> I 
So I miss him. Yeah. So in college, it was completely different. So I tried to play catch up. Didn't work out. Didn't get into UW. So I decided to go back to an automotive program back at South Seattle. Yes. And I was like, okay, well, let me just work on cars. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Realized I didn't want to be a mechanic. Right. So I was like, let me just focus on engineering. So I got halfway through the program, transferred to Seattle Central to finish up the program. Realized I didn't like engineering. And there's a reason why I didn't like that. And we'll, we'll go into that later on. But did that. Then I started exploring personal training. There's a couple of certifications where you could just do it on your own. Mm -hmm. Then I realized like you weren't really learning as much. And then the red flag was that I took a certification course mm -hmm. that was bullshit. And they just teach you basic exercises or whatever. I'm like, let me just go to college. Like go to a university and learn more about the body and how it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. So ended up at Wazoo. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Was going to go for going to the physical therapy graduate program. Decided I didn't want to do that. And that was the end of my route. For, for now, I might go back to grad school for oh, really? a master's in um, exercise science. After, this is after the gym and all that shit because I, I do want to get involved with research. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to do want to open up a research sector as far as my business goes because I want us to be a little bit more established. But He wants to do it all. Yeah. But yeah, so that was <laughs> that was my route. Mine took a little bit longer. I think you graduated when? Well, because of the bouncing around, yeah. I, I think I graduated in 2012 or Okay, so two, yeah, two years before me. So that was what, five mm -hmm. years after you graduated. Okay. I graduated 2014. Okay. So seven years after you graduated high school. Yeah. And, you know, again, it all looks different. but So I, different. It I, does, yeah. So yeah. Well, after our experience, what is your take on college? Like, are you glad you went? Yes. I am glad I went. Like, after all that is said and done, the bouncing around, the unsureness of what wanting to pursue and just everything, even yeah, post, huh? the post-college. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's college educated. Yeah. Everyone's just like, like, fuck, I ain't going to college no more. <laughs> like, after all that is said and done, yes, like, I am glad I went to college. Mm -hmm. Is the short answer. Okay. What about you? I'm happy with going to college. I think the route that I went, I'm glad that I experienced it personally, but I think there would have been some changes I would have made in order to not experience it this way. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, overall, I think it was a good experience. I learned a lot, not necessarily just, um, I think you broke it down, soft skills versus hard skills. When did I break that This down? was a long, long time. She has a bad memory, you guys, but this was probably like, this had to be Hold like on. 2013. I do have bad memory, but we also talk so much like No, no, no. This, no, no, no. this was a long, long time ago. Well, that's like when I was in college. That's what I'm saying. When you were like, oh before gosh. you used to be like, oh, we never really talked about it. I'm like, no, no, no. We used to hang out a lot. Not not a lot, a lot. But we used to hang out a good amount of times. And um, I gave you a lesson on soft skills and hard skills. Yeah. But anyway, so I think there are certain things you'll just learn in college that you won't learn in the real world. Right. Yeah. Like what are, what are some, so what are like a couple that just pops up to mind? So for me, it was definitely a culture shock and being more accepting of other, of people from different regions or areas of Washington. Is this when you were at Wazoo or when you were at South Seattle? Is this during high school, during your, this is at Wazoo. Oh okay. yeah, Wazoo. At Wazoo. So the things that I learned while being in college, let's put it this way. When in, uh, when I did Running Start. And 
what is running start? Some people might not know what <laughs> no, running it's start funny. is, bro. No. Like, he got a running start all wet. No, it's funny He's because he track? Could, it's funny because I was saying something and then you're like, okay, go ahead and finish. And then right when I start talking, you cut me off. But running so running start is pretty much when you're in high school, you get a chance to get two years of college experience. Yes. Uh, while you're in high school. And that can be applied to your college education. Oh yeah, you get college credits. Yeah. So I did it June my senior year. And I realized that I'm more focused in college uh, because it's a more, like people are just serious about accomplishing something. Yeah. Like if you think about high school students, a lot of people like to joke around, Absolutely. be class clowns and shit. Like I get it. It's not a, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's, it's a, a different environment. It's a different environment, different mindset. Yeah. High school is kind of more, I mean, obligated. Like everyone needs their high school degree. Mm-hmm. Not everyone needs their college degree. So when you are in college, you're in a, you're within a different mindset and you're yeah. within a group of individuals who are driven and motivated yeah. towards a certain goal. Yeah. So I think when I started that, I realized that I was more attentive. You know, I took shit seriously. I actually went to office hours to get help. I went to study groups and all that stuff. But yeah. in high school, I, I didn't give a fuck. I was just kicking it. And so I learned how to take my my route in life a lot more seriously because other people around me were taking it seriously right Mm -hmm. i think our previous episode we were talking about how it's important to have that sense of community yes right especially people that are on the same level and that's where my sense of community was Mm -hmm. yep yeah so doing that i learned that um that i got to be surrounded and focused or i got to be surrounded by people that are also focused Mm -hmm. and then when it came to wazoo that was the actual culture shock it was So for those of you that don't know, Wazoo is in Pullman, which is Eastern Washington. We're in Seattle. So to give the sense of where I'm from in South Seattle, there's not a lot of white people. We are extremely culturally diverse. I think we're the most diverse area in the world. Zip code? The zip code. Is that your zip code? Yeah. Yeah. Tell them about that. It was. It was. No, I don't know what you Do research yourself. (laughs) I want to stalk us. So anyways. There is a zip code. I think it was like 2016. Is when we're the most diverse, and it's hard to believe that we're still not and this like is that. Looking at the U.S. census or whatever, right? No, this is around the whole world. Oh my god, the whole world. Census of the world. Never mind. Yeah. So, anyways, we're the most diverse. I go to Wazoo, ton of white people. I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of crazy. Like this is more than Bellevue, right? <laughs> and so, what I did, <laughs> what I didn't realize. What's your baseline, Bellevue? Bellevue. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't realize is that a lot of these kids haven't been outside of their own hometown or like just their region. So they even might've grown up in Bellevue, but they don't, they don't go out of Bellevue. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember one time, this is before going to Wazoo. There's a girl that I used to work with and she wanted to hang out one summer. I told her where I live and she was like, oh, uh, I don't want to go down there. Yeah, yeah. You could come out to here though. Like <laughs> she was the country club type of girl. And I was like, oh. I don't know. Good. But that's the type of people that were over at Wazoo that I was around at least. And I realized they were like extremely ignorant about other cultures. They only were, they only had their perception of certain cultures based on what they saw through the media or through movies. Right. So easy example, easy example is a sociology class. I took, took a sociology class and in the, in one lecture, we were watching this show. I think it's called, what would you do? It's where they put the audience in awkward positions and it's about, cultural differences in how the audience is going, um, how the audience will react based on what's happening in the scene. So mm-hmm. for instance, there was one guy that had a bedroom, there was a vet that um, 
there was an army vet that was getting like verbally assaulted by someone and then there's they see whether the audience is going to step in or not the ones we watched were about black people and white people mm-hmm. and males and females okay so they took one from each demographic they had them break into a car and they were waiting to see what the people would do okay they did one for bikes they had them steal the bike solid okay. audience would do and that whole class was about how how the public perceives people racially or how they perceive people differently based on their race mm-hmm. and what the reaction is. Mm-hmm. And so the whole, the whole section was about black versus white, no other races. So I raised my hand. I was like, hey, so I understand what you guys are trying to point out here, but where I come from, it doesn't happen that way. It would be the other way around. It would be the other way around. Like, why is this white person here doing this? Mm-hmm. Or, like, not even just that, just the fact, that, like, regardless of what your race is, like, I know Asians that do bad stuff. I know Mexicans that do bad stuff. Like, it, it works all through yeah. all different um, ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I told them that I understand what today's topic is about, but I feel like you're teaching people the wrong thing here. Oh, and sure. if you were to come to my neighborhood, Mm-hmm. You would see that it's not necessarily just a color thing. It's just our neighborhood. Like we've got, I've got gangs right down the street, a whole apartment complex full of Asian gangs. Mm-hmm. Right across the street, we've got a whole apartment complex full of Mexican gangs. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you're painting a different picture to yeah. the people that have never been around right. this type of culture. Yeah. And I think that you're painting a picture about how, how someone's race depicts someone's culture, mm-hmm. but you're not giving them the idea that also your area can determine what your culture is like as well, right? Mm-hmm. So some like some girl was like, oh, thank you for standing up because she she was from my neighborhood. I didn't know that. Oh, okay, And she was cool. like, oh, fucking thank you. Like, I'm tired of us talking about this shit. And so that's when I realized, like, there were a lot of ignorant people because the whole class didn't know what was going on. Yeah. The whole class had never seen an area like we grew up in, right? Right. So, They've never experienced it. They've never seen it. Mm-hmm. And then after that class, I realized a lot of the people that were that were white, they had their perception of certain people, mm-hmm. and it was because they'd never experienced anything else. And I was like, "Yeah, uh, you're a little close-minded, somewhat naive, but I gotta, I gotta set it straight." So it was just a culture shock to be around people that have never mm-hmm. been around people like from our yeah. demographic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, the media. Per- the media plays a huge role in mm-hmm. how people understand or see the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't my whole college experience, but I think it was important for me to see that because I was also in an environment where they may have been naive, mm-hmm. but they were also, some of them were also willing to at least like understand where I'm coming from. If I were yeah. to try to set them straight, mm-hmm. if I had one guy try to make some Asian joke about some shit, I was like, bro, are you, you may not know I'm, I'm half Asian. You cannot say that shit. And even if I wasn't half Asian, you cannot say that shit. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it was something else. So that was a benefit for you going to college? Um, it's a weird way to call it a benefit, but I think being able to get outside of the city and see a different environment and see people from different regions of the state or just the U.S., mm-hmm. it allowed me to develop in a way I would have never developed if I just stuck around the city. And been around people that are just like me, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, we both talked about how our route through college to get our degrees looked very different, Mm -hmm. right? And I think if I look, if I were to look back 
what would I have done differently? I would have taken more time in between high school and college to figure out what I wanted to do. The good old gap year? Yeah, which wasn't a thing. I feel like gap year wasn't a thing when we were in high school or seniors in high school. You never heard of it? I I didn't hear about it. I never heard of someone calling it a gap year. I just heard of someone taking a break in between. Okay. They just labeled it. I mean, that is what it is, right? I feel like that I heard gap year a few years later, Mm -hmm. which I was like, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Because, like I said, I went to PLU, which is a private university, right off the bat, and it's not cheap. So that's one of the reasons why I left after a year. Rich ass. (laughs) Um, No, not really. It's not cheap, so I went to Seattle U. That's not cheap either. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not all cheap. I'm very fortunate, like, for my parents. My parents put me through college Mm -hmm. financially, which forever grateful, but... I think if I didn't have more pressure going into college or university right after high school, I would have been a little better off. And what I mean by that is, I mean, I don't know about you, but I did feel pressure to go into a university right out of high school. Hell no, my mom tried to send me to the army. Okay, well, my experience. She, she tried to kick me out. I came home one day after high school. Yeah. Um, this is probably senior year. Somewhere in the fall. She recruited you. No, hell no. So I came home <laughs> on my bed, pamphlets, oh, Navy, sure. Army, Air okay. Force, um, Marines, and some other random shit. I remember you telling me yeah. that. Yeah. And she goes, just pick one. Ah. Uh, I'm picking oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> hell no. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Completely had different experience. And my, my parents were like, you need to go to college. She didn't love me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And so I'm jumping into something that's such, that's so expensive. That's such a huge like deal in life. But once I got there, I didn't know what to do. And I feel like if I had just been given more time to kind of explore my interest and think about, think about what I wanted to do with my life without that pressure of starting university, I would have been better off. And this is what I mean, because that first year of college, I didn't like everyone was declaring their major. And I didn't know what I wanted to declare my major in. I had an idea, but again, I was worried about, am I making the right decision? And I want to make the right decision, right? So after my first year at university, after, and I'm, I'm sorry, mom and dad, after hell of money, I left the university and went to community college to explore. You're sorry. Did you tell me? No, <laughs> I'm just saying that right now because it like, what? Wait, you didn't tell them that you left college and went to... Oh, no, they knew. What do you oh, mean? sorry. Well, you apologized. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, sorry for, like, wasting your money on, mm. like, some years. So, like, in a sense, like, when we talk about the sunk cost fallacy and what that looks like going to school or whatnot, I think I could easily deem my... I could easily deem my first year of university a sunk cost. That is crazy to me. But I'm not because... I, I had certain experiences at PLU, like dorm living. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun dorm living, um, living away from home for the first time and being on my own, you know, people I've met, friendships I made. I mean, just the whole experience overall was, was great. It was just that I didn't know what I want to major in and I didn't want to continue going and spending that much money. So was it a sunk cost? Not necessarily. So I ended up at the, at the community college. Okay. 
But I feel like if there wasn't that much pressure, and I don't think that pressure exists today, going from high school to a college right off the bat is there. And I, I could be wrong. Are you at the high schools? Just listening? I'm going to tell you something <laughs> interesting real quick. Because uh, um, I've been going to some high school games, uh, high school basketball games. Your recently. cousin plays basketball. She's not, she's not one of those. She's not a predator. Oh, come on. Your cousin plays basketball. Okay. Her Ingram. Okay. okay. And we went to his senior night. Oh, it's got canceled on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we went to his senior night where they introduce all the seniors on the team. Yeah. And they say, you know, like whoever, I don't know, they're announcing someone. Let's say his name is Joe. Okay. Um, Joe is graduating with a 4.0 degree, plans to study. Actually, no, it didn't even get that far. It would just be like, his favorite part of basketball is this. And he wants to go to college, but is undecided. Okay. But there was like, I don't know how many seniors there were. Say there were 10 seniors and maybe two out of 10 had plans to go on to college and knew what they were studying. So it was just surprising to me that a majority of them was wants to go to college, but is undecided. And I feel like when I was in college, that wasn't the vibe. That wasn't the, the mindset. It was like, you go to college, meaning we had like a high, high percentage of our student population went off to go to college and looking at really weird and kind of shocked or something. I think about why is that? I'm just thinking about specific people in groups. Mm-hmm. That decided to go to college and knew that they wanted knew what they wanted to do and reasons why they went to college. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of like how Ingram was versus our school. Sure. Which I mean, I guess I didn't talk to anybody about it. I just found out one of my close friends actually got in. Like he applied for a specific college, but mm-hmm. didn't go for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember talking about college with did you other people? Did you find that a majority of the student population? And can I call your high school out? Yeah. I think we, we already before. did before. <laughs> so, do you find that a majority of people <laughs> at Franklin High School, school wanted to go to college or pursued college after high school? Majority, no. I'd say majority, hell no. I think we had, I mean, this, so this stat might, might be wrong. We might have less than 50%, or not less than 50, less than 70% of people graduating okay. from college. So, maybe or not that from was. from high school, sorry. So, I don't know. So as a high school senior or a junior, as I'm applying to colleges, taking tests like SATs and whatnot that don't even exist anymore, yeah. mind you, maybe that was just my perception. Of hey, I'm just, I guess I'm just wondering where this perception came from, because when I think about the time I did Running Start, none of my teachers pushed me to do it. I remember when I was in honors class, hmm. um, my freshman year, I didn't get along with the teacher. Mm-hmm. The teacher said something. He was like, I'm not going to sign off for the next year. And I'm not gonna sign, for, up. sign off for you to go to honors for oh. the next year. I was like, all right, I'll go the fuck. And then I ended up acing the exam. I, this was super fucking petty. It was so stupid. It's all about pride. And he said he wasn't gonna sign off. I aced off, I aced the final exam. Then he's like, I'll sign off on your sheet to go to honors. Mm-hmm. I told him I didn't want to because I thought he was the teacher. Right? So Oh shoot. And again, you know, it could be the school. Because for me, I was the type of person that didn't care as much going along in these programs. And I didn't have I didn't have any teacher that I was like, oh, I see your potential. After that year, I noticed my teacher was a little bit different uh, throughout the years, throughout my high school career. 
he was all like always offering his help. And I think that was the only person that was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, like, I know you can do it, mm-hmm. but how do I get you motivated to do it? And I think like Franklin versus Ingram, the style is going to be a little bit different there. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, just because of location. Right? Sure. But, but you were saying that you felt like you were pressured. I was pressured who? by my family. Okay. I was pressured by my family. They wanted me to go to a university straight out the bat. Yeah. So um, I guess it was family, not school then, right? But also, also school. School in the environment. Okay. I just, I don't know why, but I just remember there being like a heavily focused or focused heavily on like taking the tests, scoring a certain, like getting good enough tests and applying to colleges and then getting that, those acceptance letters. Okay. And so like the pressure was on. So the pressure, there was pressure for you to go to college, but did they try to give you any idea on what you should be taking or was it just to go to college? Just to go to college. Okay. Just to go to college. Yeah. So. so you apply to college, you get, you get into PLU, uh-huh. you leave, go to community college yeah. to figure out what you wanted to do. Yes. Now, how did you figure out what you wanted to do? Yeah, so I was taking a whole bunch of graphic design classes and psychology classes okay. at the same time uh-huh. um, because those were the two different routes. And yeah. I feel like that, I feel like that should be more of what life is like after high school. Like, kind of figure out what you like. Yeah. Dabble in your interests and see, like, what do you want to, what do you want to take further for your career? And it was like, well, I had an interest in graphic design. I was not really skilled. Like, I have no drawing skills. And I guess psychology was just, like, my, not my forte, but my stronger interest in, like, a more of a calling, you can say. Okay. And so... Once I got that figured out, then I thought, okay, now I can go back to the university and pursue my bachelor's because I wanted to, I want to pursue psychology. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's the type of person I am. I never want to, I always say this, I never want to have regrets in life. I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm getting something from an experience. And so I don't want to think of my first year as a sunk cost, even though I easily could. Yeah. So you're saying that you wish you would have had a year in between. I mean, what would you have done, though? Not even necessarily a year, but just some time, like, some time with no pressure. And what would I have done? I mean, that's hard to say. What what would I have done to figure out my passions, right? What would you have liked to have done? Well, now I think about that, like, community college was probably the better start for me to start taking classes, in different industries or different interests that I had to figure out, okay, what do I actually want to pursue? So were you not able to do that at PLU? Well, it was so expensive. I guess I guess that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's so the it's the whole price. thing. It was it's the, the price. price. It was going to a university for like 30000 plus a year and not knowing what to do, opposed to community college. Right. This is not UW. I remember thinking like UW was only like four or five thousand a year, and I was just like, oh, no. Well, I don't know about that time. I think maybe it was like six, six or seven, maybe because I think it's like thirty four, thirty four k a year, maybe forty. Where? At UW. When? No, isn't it? Now? Yeah. I'm, I'm well, anyway. Here. So, anyways, okay. yeah. No, at that time, which again was back in two thousand eight going to a, a private university and not knowing. I think that was my problem, just not knowing what I wanted to pursue. Hmm. So definitely have an idea 
absolutely have an idea of what you want to pursue if you're at a university level. Well, Community college level, fine, so be it. Kind of dabble into your different interests. Yeah. That's interesting because, like, for me, I think that I, I'm, like, on the fence. I do think that if you know you want to go to college and you want to uh, further your education and save money, yes, community college. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get the same experience as you would as going to university. So, you know, when people say, oh, mm-hmm. university is a waste of money, college degree is a waste of money, there are cheaper ways to do it than going to university. Yes, there are cheaper ways, mm-hmm. but it also matters. Um, what also matters is what you're trying to get out of that experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'm on the same page with you. I wish, well, actually, I did do that route. <laughs> so I did do first two years of community college that I went to um, university. university or I did like three years because I kept switching uh, my my focus. But mm-hmm. But I think that the relationships and the networks that I build at a university, I would have never been able to make that at a community college at all. Why is that? Well, is it because well, you're for a one, the degree, <laughs> the mm-hmm. one, the type of degree that I had at the oh. time, they didn't have a kinesiology degree anywhere around. The closest would be Seattle U. They had a sports exercise science program, and I was actually looking into that because they had a physio lab, so they had all these, all this equipment to test. Um, to test your performance mm-hmm. and they had this whole research lab set up for for your for your program for the classes cool. and then your senior year of college you're supposed to do internships with different sports teams mm-hmm. so i saw the whole curriculum i was like fuck this is amazing i saw the tuition rate i said fuck this sucks so mm-hmm. i ended up going to wazoo because that's the closest Got one it. that offered something similar and at the time i was also thinking about going into a mm-hmm. master's program so i wanted to come back to Seattle to do their master's program. But mm-hmm. but I think that um, along the way, you know, starting off, I knew that I wanted to get my kinesiology. I was there just for the kinesiology degree. That's it. Mm-hmm. I already knew what I wanted. My problem was being around people that wanted to just focus on school. Mm-hmm. Because when I got there, I was like, I'm focused on school. I'm not partying. I'm not doing shit. 22 years old. I've already done all this shit. I'm good. Time to get your degree, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> I did not work out that way. I got into some trouble out there. And it took about a year and a half for me to take it seriously. Yeah, because I was passing all my classes. Everything went well. But it wasn't until my senior year of college that I decided to focus on this research and actually go to uh, present at a conference. Yeah. And then when I was around people that were professionals within the industry and they were really trying to make a difference within the industry with their research i was like fuck i want to be just like them mm-hmm. but it wasn't helping because at the time all i could focus on was just the degree mm-hmm. right so i went into it thinking that okay yeah i just want to get a degree and i'll be done it'll be that easy but mm-hmm. there's so much more to it than just getting a degree for sure you know i think that there, there's a stat out i think it was about 44 percent of people are actually not in the field um, that's related to their degree. Mm-hmm. Some are only some are, 40%. Yes. Man, I would think lot. it would be higher. That's the 44. I think 44, the most recent might have been 47%, mm-hmm. but it was in the 40% range. So in the 40s. Isn't that interesting? I think it's interesting, but also I think a lot of people don't know what they want to do with their degrees after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. There's such a wide range of things you can do with, with certain degrees, like a communications degree, 
um, a sociology degree, mm-hmm. a psych degree. Mm-hmm. And they even say, like, even with psych degrees, you can't, like, there's, you got to go to a graduate level in order to, add, mm-hmm. in order to actually apply that degree to something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, I'm, yes, I know what you mean by that. And that's, a, that was my thought when I was in college graduating with my bachelor's in psych. I am going to continue education, but I'm just going to be taking a break, right? Okay. But I do appreciate my psych degree because it is so transferable across the board. I mean, I ended up in like sales and marketing, mm-hmm. which they kind of go hand in hand, right? When you're dealing with people, I mean. Some people don't realize how much psychology goes into marketing. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's a crazy amount. It's, like I had a, there's a person I was talking to in college. She was a marketing major mm-hmm. and um, she told me about her side classes that she had to take in order to manipulate the oh. the consumer. And I was uh-huh. like, you guys are fucking evil, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And psychology is like the study of the human mind, human behaviors. Like, I think that's just so good across the board. It's like mm-hmm. a good foundation for everything. Yep. Is it not? Yeah. Um, so like at the end of the day, whatever, I'm thankful for my psych degree. Am I like actually really, really, really using it? No, I would have to go for my grad. Well, do you think you can use what you learned in your undergrad with your situations that you're in right now? I mean, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm in the same boat. I'm laughing right now. Sorry. Do you know why I'm laughing right now? Because I don't know how many times, even just in the last six months Mm -hmm. where people have said, well, you have a psychology background. You should understand. And <laughs> no, you've even said this to me a couple of times. Like, you, I think you've said it to me well, a couple the, the of reason, times. The reason, there's a specific reason why I say that. And can, hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> the reason, so I laugh at that because people say that to me. And while, yes, I have a psych background, I'm, I am not practicing it daily. Yeah. I am not. I'm not like working in a position where I'm using that information or that knowledge daily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, here, let me go back on what you said, because I, I brought it up to you before where you do have a psych degree. And I'm like, okay, well, you should kind of understand. The only reason why yeah. I say that is because for me, so like I mentioned earlier, I tried doing the self-instructed personal training certification thing a while back. She was stupid. I, I think BS one? Yeah, I think, well, no, 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 no. There's one that's BS. This okay. one a lot of people have, and they, okay. a lot of people, are, you are able to get hired with it, which I don't think is a problem, but I learned a lot in college that I would have never learned in that Through book. a certificate through program. That, yeah, through yeah. that book. So, so the kinesiology degree is somewhat like the psych degree, where you learn a bunch of concepts, but it's not as beneficial. It's usually beneficial in the sense that you're going to use it as a stepping stone to a graduate or a graduate level program, right? So when it comes to the whole psych thing saying that, uh, oh, well, you had a psych background, you might know. Mm -hmm. There are certain concepts that you learn in specific classes that can be applied to things Mm -hmm. that you do in your daily activities. I Mm -hmm. took a sports psych class. Mm -hmm. I'm no expert in sports psychology, but some of the slides. You took sports psych? I did. Well, it's, it's crazy because it's like, I think of it as a, um, I think some of those concepts that are used in sports psych, they apply it to a specific sport situation, right? But those things can be applied to anything in life. Mm-hmm. And so I use the inverted U theory as like, 
the main the main thing. I talk about it with one of my clients, which is a psychologist mm-hmm. out in Arizona, and uh, we talk about I talk about how I coach people, right? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to certain tasks, like with the inverted U theory. In order to get someone to perform at their most optimal level, they need a certain amount of stress applied to them, right? Mm -hmm, And then when there's too much stress applied, that performance, it peaks and then it drops and then you have performance anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I think of that as the same thing with when it comes to someone having anxiety. There's a certain amount of stress that's applied to you. And then once you break that threshold, they end up crashing because they can't handle it anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I was like, hey, there's something that you've learned. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something that you've learned in your classes mm-hmm. that you can apply mm-hmm. to other things. For sure, and I guess absolutely. It, and I guess the reason could be that the reason why it's kind of tough is because, like you said, you're not actively practicing it, right? Actively yeah. practicing yeah, yeah, yeah. being the key word, yeah. yes. And I think so. It kind of bothers me when people say that because <laughs> it's like, yes. However, mm-hmm. I'm not using it actively. Well, then I sh- I'm sure some people are going to argue like, well, okay, what was it really beneficial for you to go to college if you're not going to actively use it? What would you say to that? Yeah, because, I mean, there's so many experiences and things that you can take away from going to college than just an education. Mm -hmm. I think about, again, being in that environment and in that mindset and, like, having your cohort. (laughs) I don't like that word. (laughs) You know, I mean, I feel like that was a big word in the college, like, the university. Cohort? Cohort. You're just walking down yelling cohort for no reason. (laughs) But, like... Really, that was, again, we talk about the importance of having a community, right? And a sense of belonging. And, like, that's who your people were Mm -hmm. for this period of time in your lives when you're making kind of big life decisions. Mm -hmm. And so, one, network, building relationships. And what else did I say is beneficial? I mean, you kind of touched off on, like, soft skills. But more than that, I think... The college experience gave me the opportunity to really critically think mm-hmm. and analyze things that exactly. I would not have otherwise if I was not in college. Yeah. You know. Which I think is important. It's an important skill to have, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And be able to, so analyze, um, present it to your professor, and then be like kind of graded on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know. I'm trying to think if I wasn't in college, what kind of similar experience would that be? Yeah. I don't I think that one thing I took away from what you just said is that presenting is key because you can understand something, but if you can't, but if you can't present it, then you lost the transfer of information. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're the only one that holds the key or the information, then you can't really make any progress within a group. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that analyzing was really, really important. And like I said earlier, again, I would have never learned how to analyze mm-hmm. things if I just did the certification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember someone made some kind of joke. They're like, oh, you graduated a degree in personal trainer? I'm like, yeah, but I mean, that's still something that's still something in my back pocket where if I want to go to grad school mm-hmm. and get a master's degree mm-hmm. in kinesiology, then I could just be a strength coach for a collegiate mm-hmm. team if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to. But I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, because for me, I think I've got enough in my toolbox to build whatever I want to build. Ooh, right? Toolbox, yeah. yes. Because I think there's mm-hmm. definitely. Did you want to say no, something? No, no, go ahead. Or... I think you're going to say it. Huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there, I feel like there's definitely a set of people. So, when we think about is college beneficial or not in this day and age, mm-hmm. 
do people need to go to college to be successful? Mm. I think there are a certain amount of people out there that understand the soft skills, if you will, Mm -hmm. that come with going to college and how beneficial that can be. And again, adding these skills to our toolbox, Mm. even though, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, you're just a personal trainer because it's so much more than that. And your background in kinesiology which I, I, I honestly, I hate using that because I've had clients that came up and they're like, they look at the board. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one with the degree at, mm-hmm. other, at past gyms. I'm the only one with mm-hmm. the degree. And they're like, oh, I want you. I'm like, well, don't get me wrong. Experience does play a major role. It mm-hmm. does play a major role. But that that has always bothered me because I never want to think that I'm better than anybody. It's just the way that, the way that I work through my career path going to college has helped me out to mm-hmm. understand more and to build build things a lot more efficiently and if I oh. can, right? I think a college education gives you like a really good foundation mm-hmm. and things you can take forward with you yeah. in your career path, mm-hmm. you know? Um. So, sorry, I thought you were going to talk about the, tool, the <laughs> toolbox thing. I never really thought about the whole toolbox thing. I was like, she's going to say it, she's going to say it. What? The toolbox, because you're talking about the, yeah, you're like, yeah, ooh, toolbox. But- what did you think um, I was gonna say? Well, I, I didn't. Well, I thought you were gonna like. Um, I thought you were gonna dig a little bit deeper on why it's important to have this toolbox. Um, What's this... in your toolbox? What was that? What's in your toolbox? What's a... <laughs> oh shit! What do I got? So I think just analyzing research, figuring out how to apply the research to real life situations within my industry. So I think that's gonna be tough for a lot of people that don't have the certification. I guess that's something easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, in my eyes, it's a little bit easier to learn, but there's certain classes, something as simple as like biomechanics, mm-hmm. right? Understanding physics and how physics is applied to the body or how forces are applied to the body based on body positions. That's going to mm-hmm. be beneficial with me analyzing research. And when you read research articles, they never give you a de- definite answer, right? So you're taught on how to use the information that's presented mm-hmm. and how that can further research, mm-hmm. Right. So if you mm-hmm. don't have that skill set, you're not able to critically think, critically analyze, critically think. Critically think and analyze. Yeah, yeah. So you're not able to do that because you haven't been taught that skill set or mm-hmm. at least presented it to where like you're able to think in that way, I guess, or at least like make the attempt to think in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the major asset of my toolbox. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me what's in my toolbox. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, I, I do think college does build character. Character and professionalism. Like I said, yeah. that, you know, no offense to the people I grew up with. Like I love the people I grew up with, love the area I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, and I think that, you know, when you're surrounded around people other than the people that you're normally around, you're able to grow these other parts of you of yourself, That's right? So important. Yeah. Yeah. And I you know, I think some people take offense to that, you know, growing up, they're like, Oh, he's too good for us now. No, not to me. We mm-hmm. said that about some, I remember there were some people that ended up kicking in Bellevue, hanging out with other people on the east side, and like, oh, he's too good for us, he's too cool for us, they can't hang out with people from the south end. It's like, mm-hmm. well, well, how do you expect someone to grow yes. if you're still within the same yes. cocoon yeah. or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. You have to, I mean, I know it's in our nature to assimilate ourselves with others who look like us, who have similar experiences, Mm -hmm. backgrounds, whatever. That's just who we get along with. That's who we connect more with. And that's fine, but it's also important to put yourself, not force yourself, 
Force yeah, yourself. Fuck yeah, force yourself. Okay. Yeah. Force yourself into other environments. Or that... do it now. Force yourself. Get out there. <laughs> I hope you're in an environment. I hope this whoever's listening. I hope you're in an environment right now that's so uncomfortable that you have to force. Do it. Damn. Do it. Damn. <laughs> do it now. Um, but yeah, force yourself into situations that are not your your norm. Mm-hmm. Because again, and that's kind of the message we have with this podcast is like you want to be better a better version of yourself. And yeah. that's part of that's part of the journey, being uncomfortable with being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but being uncomfortable is the first sign of growth, right? Yeah. Yep. So I mean I think that I think college is beneficial for for certain people. For certain because people. it allows you to it allows you to grow. Right? Yeah. If you know what you're trying to do. And I think that high school is a good time to figure it out and to take it a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. But even right after high school, I'm not a big fan of the gap year. Okay. I'm not a big fan at all. Um, only because what can you do exactly in that gap year? If you're, th- if you're thinking about going to college, why not just go? Uh-huh. Why take that year to figure that out? That's yeah. one thing I don't. Yeah, I think it does depend on the individual. Mm-hmm. Are they motivated enough to do that on their own? Because I think about college is kind of a guidance. University is kind of a guidance, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they teach you stuff that you could learn just by reading a book. Mm-hmm. This day and age, they teach you things that you could maybe learn on the internet. Yeah, but you got to figure out where to go, though, right? Exactly. And well, that's what I mean by like using it as a guidance. Like, yeah. Is someone actually going to push themselves to... Mm-hmm. Learn about whatever, yeah, uh, a certain study or mm-hmm. field on their own, yeah. So I think that's where um, university comes in to help too as a guidance. What about for those who want to? Because I think a, another popular route instead of a university or college is oh, I'm just going to go to trade school. So you're bringing up a good point, and another point I want to bring up in relation to that is. If you go to sorry, but if you go to school for money, sorry about. <laughs> if you're, I want to answer that question, but first I want to say that if you're only going to school for money because you want to get a higher paying job, trade school you make a lot of fucking money. You're saying go go to trade, just go to trade school instead. Yeah, I mean, like you're still learning something, uh-huh. right? And if you're really only in it for the money, so that could be like that. a good first step, and then maybe after for trade sure. school and after you get a job in that field and you're making money, go to university. Or just stick with well, the trades. Uh, well, it depends on what you want to do, right? I'm saying that yeah. if you if you're only going to college because you want to get a high paying job, mm-hmm. you get to get a high paying job going to trade school, mm-hmm. right? If some people are like, I want to, I want to make um, X amount of dollars because I know this is going to do this, so I might as well just go to college so I could get my degree and start right away. Bro, you could be a fucking electrician for like 80k right now, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. even more. I saw 74k about five years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. so they make yeah. they make fucking bank. I remember being at university and seeing all these people my age, not necessarily that I went to school with, but just people I knew, like in the crowd, mm-hmm. that were going after certificates and yep. getting a job immediately with this like like okay or well paying jobs with certificates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I didn't know about the certificates until a few years ago, uh-huh. because I was going to write um, write grant proposals. Uh huh. Because our department was not getting enough funding for certain certain equipment. I was like, man, fuck it. Let me just write some grants then. And then they offer a grant writing certification. 
mm-hmm. at UW and I saw all these certifications. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. So like you don't need to get a degree either. You could still go to college mm-hmm. but through a certi- uh, certification program, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if you would learn the same skill set that we're talking about, like if you go to a university. What do you mean skill set? Skill set like what? Well, we talk about like the soft skills and being able to think critically and to analyze and to share our, you know, the knowledge that we're learning. Like, do people, you think people are in the same kind of things just by getting a certificate? Oh, you mean, oh I see what you're saying. Just because okay. a certificate is so, I mean, it's short, right? And that's the I think that's the point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You get a certificate in six months and then get a, a job in that field yeah. like, right away. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that they are getting like the same thing out of it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, like, well, unless you're very passionate about that industry, the certificate you're going after, then fine. But if it's just, again, you're just chasing the dollar and you're just trying to make a dollar. Yeah, well, I say, I would say no, because... Some of the soft skills I learned aren't in the classroom, uh-huh. right? They're they're in the extracurricular activities outside of the classroom that mm-hmm. you participate in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so if you were to reflect on your post secondary education experience, mm-hmm. what's post secondary again? <laughs> it's after secondary. Um, well, what would you have done differently? Would you have done anything differently? I mean, I think you mentioned you yeah. would have taken a gap, but what would you have done in that gap? Yeah, so actually, so now that I think about it, I don't know that a gap year exactly would have been beneficial because I feel like I might have lost motivation or might have just lost drive to go to college. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hoping that whoever's listening didn't cut it off when you said, oh, I should take it. I should have taken a gap year because <laughs> they would have cut it off. Oh, fuck, I guess I'm not going to college. <laughs> right? Um, but starting off at a community college to explore okay. my interests, to get a better idea of what route do I actually want to take okay. and be more serious in. Mm-hmm. So I would have done that differently uh, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I feel like I probably underutilized the resources in college. Take advantage of your resources. That is like some like for example something like networking Mm -hmm. i think i would have i should have taken advantage of that more yeah yeah and i think try to immerse yourself in the community or in the education environment at your school a lot more yeah because that i think that can end up being so beneficial Mm -hmm. to you and your growth i was a commuter student at seattle university and I made it so my uh, class schedule was only on Tuesday and Thursdays. And so because I wanted long weekends and I didn't want to travel into the city. I mean, I'm from North Seattle. I didn't want to travel into the city downtown like five days a week. Uh-huh. So instead, I would stack all of my classes from like, I don't even remember, but let's say like 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. Tuesday, Thursdays. And so that I maybe that kind of hurt. I'm not sure because... I was just not on campus as much as other students who may have lived there or went every day. I think like living on campus definitely makes a huge difference versus just being a commuter student where you're in and out Mm. after class. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't know. Well, I mean, because I went to Houston, Washington. I know. I was like, okay, I 
Yeah. Like I'm on an apartment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, going from like community college, where again, you don't live on site at community college, so you're a commuter student. Yeah. Everyone's a commuter student. It's the same environment. Like you're a community, you're a commuter student at a university level. It was well, just kind of. If I went to UW, I think I still would have lived at home. And even if I did have my own place, I think my group would have been the same. Yeah. Because I'm so close to home, right? Yeah. So I think that's the yeah. difference for me. That's all, but I guess that's yeah. what I mean by like just kind of engage yourself more in in your school environment yeah. to take to take advantage yeah. of those resources. And that's one thing I wish I did. Because again, like I said, I didn't do it till my senior year when I did the conference and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I wish I would have known at a younger age is to be collaborative, not competitive. Mm-hmm. Which, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people are fighting to have the highest degree, having the best project. But but my boy Fossil, what I'm going to point out again, if you listen to the previous episode. <laughs> Man, this you know, guy just had a lot of knowledge, a lot of good stuff to say. Well, I mean, this is more of my philosophy on it. Uh-huh. Uh, because a lot of what I was talking about, he already he already believes in that. And I think that it was great to talk to him because it's reassurance, right? Uh-huh. So in my industry, which I think possibly even with a lot of people's industry, you are trying to be competitive, right? You're trying to be the best. You want to stand out. Um and that kind of hinders you from growing or having the best of your production success. Yeah. So what I was trying to tell him is that within the fitness industry, people are less likely to collaborate with you because you're taught to look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're taught how are you going to make the most money from your opportunities, right? Rather than how are you going to make the best opportunity for the next person mm-hmm. or the next group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I went into college thinking that way, I would have been I would have had more success and would have gained more knowledge within within the field, right? And I didn't learn that until I went to the conference. And again, I wouldn't have learned that with the certification I had mm-hmm. because they don't talk about research. Mm-hmm. But I ended up talking with someone from Pittsburgh University, I think. I forget where she went. She went somewhere, but she was doing her research on um on behavioral adaptations and exercise or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my research was on um, the changes from extrinsic motivation to intrinsic motivation. We, we talked about it so many times before, mm-hmm. but I would have never made that connection if I didn't go to university. And that's where I wish I would have mm-hmm. pushed a little bit harder to do it the previous year as well to present. So that way I could build even more connections within the industry because her research was pretty interesting when I watched her present it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was eight years ago and I haven't even checked up on which I am planning on doing it I have I have her <laughs> business card it's Still, it's okay, sitting cool. on my um sitting right. on my I call my office desk it's my desk with all my paperwork that I need to get done and sitting there waiting to email. <laughs> no that's cool I mean I think that just goes to show again how important it is like the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. I mean take advantage of your opportunities when they're given don't wait don't wait mm-hmm. I do like I guess when you're thinking about, oh, well, I can do it next time. And this is just me. If you're thinking about, well, I can just wait and do it next time. I don't have to do it right now. Yeah. Why can you do it next time? Like, mm-hmm. why not do it now? What are you waiting for? Yeah, exactly. What are you waiting for? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Some people are just lazy. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You can't stand lazy. No. You no. really can't. I mean, and I don't want to build this perception. Either. I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm kind of lazy. I could be working hard. Don't get me wrong. I definitely could be working harder, but mm-hmm. yeah, take advantage. Take advantage of any opportunity that's presented to you. Okay, random question: 
What was your favorite college course that you ever took? Oh, can I say two? Sure. Okay, so... And why? Okay, so sports psychology. So I like psych mm-hmm. and how it can be applied to everything you do, but I definitely like how it can be applied to sports. So sports psychology is, um, or at least at the time, it was up and coming. I have one friend that has a sports psych degree, and I don't know where they're at now and how that's applied. Because when I was with Seattle Storm, they didn't have it. But it was just interesting to see all the different coaching styles, all the different types of athletes, how anxiety patterns or stress patterns can affect someone's um, someone's performance and just the studies behind it, right? And so that's where I did the research on movement from extrinsic to intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. And that was like really interesting on seeing how people... It's interesting to see how people are motivated to do it because it's like the self-determination theory was the basis of my whole uh, research assignment there. And that theory can be applied to anything in life, Mm -hmm. but now I can apply it to what I do in my field, which is Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Biomechanics was really interesting because when I was at the beginning of my Wazoo career, the first year, I wanted to go into PT school. I wanted to be a physical therapist. And so you have to take physics in order to get into PT school. That's like one of the prereqs. So I take it. I'm like, I don't fucking get this shit, right? And I'm just looking at all these fucking vectors. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, bro. And I didn't realize they put me in a higher physics class. I was supposed to take something before that. Oh, shit. It was like 101. It was like like 900, 962. (laughs) But anyway, so I take class. I get out. Then the next quarter, I take biomechanics. So physics, it's pretty much applied physics. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. now this makes fucking sense. We used all the equations we were supposed to use in that physics course mm-hmm. in movement mm. patterns. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, we're good to fucking go. <laughs> the only downside of that class was the teacher had a really thick accent. Got mm. a shout out to Bozer. <laughs> she fucking hated us, bro. Oh but, um, but yeah. Her accent was really thick, and she uh-huh. wasn't the best teacher. Oh, okay. She didn't really care as much. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't really care as much. But either way, I learned a lot in mechanics and how your body's supposed to move and how forces are applied, mm. which is really important cool. when it comes to getting people fit and in shape and healthy. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I will. Um, for me, I'm gonna say it was philosophy. I had like zero interest in philosophy before I took it. I don't even know why I took the class, Mm -hmm. but I took it. And again, no interest. But as the class went on, I was like, oh shit, this is actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I mean, God, talk about like a mind shift change. And I think it's just like when you're aware of all the different, I don't even know what you call it. um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the different ways to go about life to understand life i don't know okay. um perspective not just perspective it goes way deeper than that um deep perspectives <laughs> yeah the, the deep perspectives i mean it's philosophy after all right um but no it just um i found that class to be super eye-opening and intriguing and just really interesting nope um, yeah. So yeah. for me, that's philosophy after having no interest at all whatsoever. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, I think we should end today's episode with 
a little bit of advice on how to go about figuring your figuring out your college route, whether you should have one or not, right? Uh, for me, I would always suggest that you got to figure out whether you're in it for the money or if there's a bigger picture, right? Because money's going to be out there. If you figure out it's for the money, what are you willing to do and what are you willing to not do, right? So there's that. And then also figure out what do you value most in life and what are you most passionate about? Yes. Now, values aren't going to be, are going to be in set in stone. They're going to change all the time, right? You're always going to be challenged in life. Your values are always going to be challenged in life. So just keep in mind what, what are you most passionate about? What do you value the most? And what degree do you think is going to help you get there? You know, or at least what degree is going to help you apply your values? Mm-hmm. I mean, picking back off of that, I think about, to me, I'm not in it for the money, right? I think if you are going, if you're going for the money, it's already, you're kind of already starting off on the wrong foot and kind of doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I mean, I think about like when I was at university and there were the, the older adults in the class, like mm-hmm. the 40 year olds in the class. And I thought, how like cool is that to just decide that at a, at a later age, you still wanted to pursue this and you're, you're doing it out of interest and passion opposed to just as like, I just want to make money. But yeah, how to figure out if college is the right route for you um don't feel rushed take your time to figure it out I think talk to people talk to people who have your similar interests that have already done some things in their life that have like kind of a good experience or good background talk to them about it and oh my gosh what is it what is it um what's the word like job shadow people I don't know I've never job shadowed in high school did you in high school, no. Well, one thing I think is important is to also find people that are similar to you that work in a field that you want to work in. If this Why is that important? So this didn't click until like just now. <laughs> Someone said they were like, oh. It, I mean, I, I have an idea why you're saying it, but I'm just asking. Yeah, so someone was like, well, we need more people that represent people of color in a certain Field, right i was like why is that important why would that make you think that so you can't important. do something so <laughs> so i have a different perspective on why i think it's important mm. so they're like oh so you can see that so people can be like oh my god i can do it too or they're more motivated or driven to see that there are people like them doing that right mm-hmm. I'm like okay I, I get it it works for some people for me that doesn't work for me it's because these people can be more relatable and they, they don't treat you a specific way while you're in the field. Because when I did the engineering program at UW, this is part of the reason why I kind of didn't want to do engineering anymore, which is somewhat sad, but again, I'm happy where I'm at. Now, at UW, we were supposed to design a building, the whole team, right? And this guy behind me is supposed to be one of the mentors that's part of the engineering group. And he goes, hey, Dante, you should design the basketball court. I was like, fuck okay and i'm looking around i'm the only black person there mm-hmm. but what's funny is that there was someone else that's filipino mm-hmm. he played on a basketball team mm-hmm. and so i guess the guy didn't know that like it doesn't even really matter mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is 
why out of all people did you ask me mm-hmm. to do it? And the guy was white. Mm-hmm. And I, I did want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He was a younger dude. He was a little bit more. Maybe he was like, okay, well, this is probably the only guy that likes basketball. But to be that prejudiced based on color of my skin, how do you not mm-hmm. know that anybody else there likes basketball, you know? For sure. Um, For sure. And I didn't dress any. I mean, what, Jordans? Mm-hmm. I probably had some other shoes that I brought with me. But mm-hmm. that, yeah, it was kind of. It was kind of offsetting. I was like, eh, or off-putting. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Let me just finish the program and get out of here. And I think if there was someone that was more relatable, they would, um, they probably wouldn't have treated me that way or asked me to do that uh, specific project. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I would have felt more comfortable with them asking me to do that. You know what I mean? What do you mean? You would have been more comfortable if they asked. If it, and this is, this kind of sucks because. You know, grow, growing up where we're from, if someone that's white says something to you that seems prejudiced, mm-hmm. right? It's um, again, it's off-putting, right? You don't you don't like that coming from that specific person, but you're okay if someone else says it, right? Hmm. Okay. Someone else of color or like someone else just... like you? Oh, okay. Okay. Doesn't have to be of the same ethnic background. Okay. Just someone else like. Mm-hmm. sure right yeah, because sure. like i said i don't know if i said oh yeah like i said earlier in the sociology thing you know that's another cultural aspect a lot of people from the same area still exhibit the same culture mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. not ethnic culture mm-hmm. but just part of that area right the yeah, geographical yeah, yeah. region yeah okay so i would say if you are someone in the position of trying to figure out if college is the right route for you or not I would advise you to lean on your people. Talk to people who have been there, meaning who did complete college, who maybe started college and did not finish it, or those, or even with those who did not even go to college at all. Mm-hmm. And just ask them about it. Why they go to college, why did they not finish college, or why did they not decide to go to college Mm -hmm. to begin with? I think, I mean, that'll probably help you give, that will probably help give you clarity um, on what you should do or not. I think growing up, I wish I had more people to lean on to. Well, it's crazy. It's like, I I think you also got to find the right people because I could write ask my grandparents and my mom, like, they're like, yeah, go to college, go to college. You don't know. They don't know what you should mm-hmm. go to college for. Yeah. Why are they telling you what to go to college for? That's funny. Versus... You think, funny you think of your grandparents and your parents because that's not who I was thinking about at all specifically. I was thinking like about my older cousins. Um, oh, because I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking like older cousins, yeah. like older family members, well, cause, older I, friends. Yeah, well, because like I only had one uncle. I called him my cousin because of age. But he went to college. He's a doctor. And I think I did ask him. And mm-hmm. he was like, I was like, how long have you been in school for? He goes, nine years. And I'm like, shh, ew. I ain't doing that. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to be a doctor. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think the reason why I just say, like, you know, finding the right people to ask, which a lot of people, you know, they do confide in their parents for certain things, right? And yeah, but they live, like, at least for us, they live such different lives. And, that, and that's why I'm <laughs> saying finding the right people, yeah. right? So, I mean, if I were to ask my grandparents and my mom, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. doctor, engineer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And then at the, at the 
end of the day, you also just need to listen to your instinct mm -hmm. and listen to and think about what's important for you and what's the best for you. Yeah. It's okay yes. to explore. It is. It's okay to take your time and not feel rushed. Yeah. And you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And this goes for the same for people that like aren't just getting out of high school. It goes for people that are in the 40s, right? Mm -hmm. 50s. You really want to learn something? Go for it. Try it. You don't have to do all you don't have to do a full schedule. You don't have mm -hmm. to do full time. You can take one class at a time. I know plenty of people doing that. Oh plenty absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I could see myself doing that actually. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. College may not be right for you. It may be right for you. It's up to you to decide that. Right. Um, don't let, yeah, definitely like try not to let your parents dictate or anyone else dictate uh, the route you decide to go on with life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could get it done without a college degree and you feel like it's sufficient, then don't go. But if you want a little bit more out of it, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. I think I'm on the, I'm on the side where I think everybody should go to college or at least further their education in something. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. yeah I too am pro-college yeah. mm -hmm. because again it's not just about the education it's like all the other benefit beneficial factors that come with it mm -hmm. so yeah remember we all have different journeys in life what might be right for me might not be right for you and vice versa we are hoping that this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations with your community hoping that you can be a part of our community don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on instagram at life.ini till next time catch you guys on the podium deuces what podium college podium yeah. oh when they graduate. Oh, I was thinking like press. Wait, I have to start the podium. Yeah, should we have a podium?